time to take the next step with Looney Libis. This week, I'm at Presidio Graduate School with... Stacy Flynn, CEO and co-founder of Evernew. And Stacy is a graduate of Bainbridge Graduate Institute, which merged in with PGS a few years back. Uh, as a graduate of Fledge, which is my conscious company accelerator. So thanks for showing up. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's Evernew? Evernew is a technology company that takes waste and converts it into a resource. So what we do is take post-consumer garment waste, we liquefy it, and we turn it into a new fiber that can be used to create new clothing. Nice. Liquefy it. That's yeah. a new term. Yeah. So uh, you were in this classroom, is it five years now? Four. Four? Four, Four yeah. Four years ago. Yep. And uh, you walked in the first day and said you were going to change the world. Yes. You were going to, um, how's, how you always put it? Render destructive methods of manufacturing obsolete. Okay. That's a good way to do it. And here we are four years later, uh, it's all destructed? Uh, we're getting very close. Right. Next year, we will be at retail with our technology in okay. partnership with three global brands. Right. So what takes so long? Well, you know, uh, the first prototype we made was at the beginning of 2014. I remember you asking me, can you make like a sample of this thing you say you can do? First thing we said in class was, can you make a video to prove that it can be done? Or can you do it lab scale and yeah. show it to us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the next one after that was, can we actually like, touch this? Yes. Like, so, so just for the people at home, think of recycling cotton yeah. is the way I always talk about this. Exactly. Um, so what does that recycled fiber look like and feel like and, and taste like? Yeah, so in our first prototype, we took a t-shirt from a solid to a liquid and back to a solid using a syringe. And I brought you three beakers and said this was what I was doing, solid, liquid, solid. Yep. And today, I mean, um, we're at around 48 months since that time. And next year, we'll be at 60 months. So from... Concept to in-store, we will have done this in 60 months. Just to give you a benchmark, fiber technologies are not common. 90% of all clothing in the world is made out of two fibers, cotton and polyester. There are only 25 generic fibers on the planet. So to come up with a new technology like this generally takes about 20 years to get to commercialization or has historically taken 20 years. We don't have that kind of time, mm -hmm. so we've been shaving off a lot of time by partnering up with existing manufacturers and training them to use our technology, and we're licensing it to them. Okay, and you have never done a... This is your first startup. Yes. All right, so you don't know how much quicker it is to do IP-based, you know, to do um, no. software and no. services and whatnot. No, we, this is not a software play. <laughs> this is a consumable product play, much bigger industry, but it's generally like manufacturing. Yeah, and it, but it still is a technology, right? Cause Absolutely. You, you guys invented this idea of how to liquefy clothing. Um, and sitting next to you, you are a bunch of pieces of clothing, mm -hmm. um, and I got to touch and feel these things today. And I've seen some in the past before, but they look and feel like clothing. They, they don't, they don't feel like magic. They're not glowing. They're not. Mm -hmm. right? They're real. They're just not commercially for sale yet. Correct. Right. We'll, we're going to see that soon. Yep. So what? What have you? What's like the top lesson you learned in the past four years from? Sitting in the classroom saying, I'm going to start a company to, you have a company, you've got customers, you got revenues. Oh, man. What is the top lesson that I learned then and still believe in today is how critical it is to build your network. 
and your network of support because there is a lot of rejection that comes along with building something that doesn't exist in the world. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a strong network to help you get back up, it's nearly impossible. I mean, it's already hard enough creating a company. So there's a couple ups and downs along the way. It's It yeah, feels yeah. manic. <laughs> yeah, okay. The ups feel good, though. No, because you know you're going right back down. So there is no, I mean, people ask me all the time, are you satisfied? And I'm like, not even close. So I, I'm working on that because, you know, you know, if if you feel an up, you know that that up is directly proportional to how far you're about to drop. Yeah. And sorry, sorry to swear, but one of my favorite people I've worked with in two different startups, uh, whenever life was was feeling like we were on the rocket ship up, which it was in, in uh, one of the, both companies we worked at. Uh, he would just sit down with us and remind us that the off shit moment was coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Christo, my business partner, says everything shakes upon impact, like upon takeoff. So, <laughs> like, get ready. Like, we're going to figure out how strong this system is because we're, we're every time we scale or get a little farther, we see what breaks, have to go back and fix it. And so, and talking about the down part, so what what does this network do for you to, to pull you back up or, or yeah. support you as you're down? Well, you know, I'm here today, so, you know, like I needed to talk to you and, you know, ended up getting on your calendar right away to um, kind of go over a few things with you. But, you know, having people in your network that you trust um, that to give you good advice and not necessarily one-sided uh, or individualistic advice. Like you can't necessarily ask your investors all the time for their honest feedback because you know they're you know trying to get their money back. They're not necessarily a hundred percent going to be. They don't always align with your interests. Does not always align with your interests. We're very fortunate, I think, to have most of our investors aligned with what we're trying to do in the world and that feels well, that on, feels on the way up they're much more aligned than when things when when things go downward yeah. so far this company's been mostly up well, right? we, from from our from our side not yeah. from the internal day-to-day -day side well you know it's it is it has done i mean over the last 4 years i'm incredibly proud of the work we've been able to do we've uh, set ourselves up for some real success. And when we get to retail and get the, these garments in the hands of the consumer, like the whole link to earnings margin and cash flow is based on consumer resonance, which happens to be our specialization. So we're now building out a brand, the ever new brand. Technology number one technically doesn't have a name yet. So we're starting to build oh, that out. Let's not go down the naming path with Evernet. No. I know. I know. It does not take 48 hours to create a name, Looney. <laughs> uh, that's not what I was thinking of. But we'll, we'll leave that one off the podcast because we'll talk about naming all the time. <laughs> we'll bring you back for that one. Yeah. Okay. What's the big difference been? I know it's hard to think back four years ago. What's the difference been when you were doing this as a student and then you launched it for real, and then you, you you dove into the accelerator. Yeah, so as a student, I signed up for every business case competition I could get involved with, and it was my sole source of funding. Mm -hmm. um, and I crashed and burned a lot. After I finished at BGI, I went right into the Fledge program. And it was like the summer after Fledge. Yeah, three, four, three, four months later. Yeah, so Christo, I'll never forget it because Christo quit his job just before Fledge and he joined me full time. So that was the moment within 30 days. Oh, yeah, and that, that's a key moment, right? Because yeah. it helps to have a, a, a 
a co-founder. Well, not only a yeah. co-founder, but Christo. <laughs> yeah, and Christo's, a, for those of you listening, uh, basically just picture-mad scientist, right? Yeah. Who, who thought up the idea of liquefying clothing. Yeah. Right? Which is not a normal thing to do, right? You put it in the washing machine, it does not turn back into fiber. Uh-huh. Um, but it doesn't in Christo's washing machine. But, like, when you, you were here, you were here for months and months and months in, in, like, this classroom. Yeah. And we were talking about this plan, and it didn't turn into customers. Right. But then six months later, you guys had, had I don't know, but signed customers, but you had customers who were all eager to sign up. We got, um, let's see here, I'm, I, I, I'm not sure if I remember the exact dates. I don't think we signed anyone. I graduated in 2014. I don't think we signed any customers in 2015. Oh, I think 2016? it was 2016 we got Levi's signed on as our first okay. partner. So, so it, these things do take a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. not only that, but A, brands are expect their suppliers to give them innovation for free. In comes yeah. a startup technology that has a, a promising concept, and brands don't really have necessarily have a mechanism to work with startups. Right. And that's big, big companies in general, not just fashion brands. So... You bring them something that is what they want. Yeah. Right? They want renewable clothing. Right. right. Which is not, it doesn't exist today. Right. Well, Levi's went as far as saying that cotton was the single greatest risk to their business long term. So from a business perspective, they were looking for innovation that helped future-proof their supply chain. Yeah. And you showed it to them in 2014. Yes, the um, beakers. Yeah, the, the beakers and the, the spool. Oh, I, I'll yeah. never forget. I went into every major brand and retailer. I mean, I was talking to, I must have talked to maybe 50 different brands. I put my three beakers on the table and I said, I'm going to change your business with this. And they were like, um, Stace, my old boss at Target said, Stace, you know, we're an $80 billion company and you literally have three beakers in a dream. <laughs> this is going to, she never said, you're crazy. She didn't say no. She, what she said was, this is going to be so fun to watch you do this. Okay. Because she knows what I've, uh, what I'd done for her in the past. And, yeah. you know, now today, you know, we're, they're one of our early adopters. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, this is, this is the reality between having the idea and being all passionate and excited about it. And the reality of, well, especially if you're selling to big customers, they have a process they're not going to to agree with the beaker on the table. Wow, that's amazing! Here's ten million dollars, and and you know, go go retire now. Now right? maybe one day I'll make it rain on some entrepreneur. <laughs> no, you won't, because you will have your <laughs> slow process as well. Maybe as an as an investor, but not as a buyer. Yeah, you will say, oh, that's quite interesting that you can do that with I don't know, you know, with you know, taking post consumer plastic waste and turning it into the next the next big. Um, Consumer uh, fabric uh, or whatever, space elevator. Um, mm -hmm. But it's still going to take you two years to say yes. Yeah. Right. And that, that's Typically. just two or three years or four in this case. Well, um, we got, um, we started engaging with brands in 2015. By 2016, we had two, three brands signed by the yeah, end of 2015. Yeah, which is Signed means they agreed to work with you. Yeah. And here we are, it's the very end of 2018, there's no products in the market yet. Correct. Right. So, so you know, I can see some some test articles on the yeah. table here, but you can't buy you guys at home can't buy them. I mean, well, no one can buy them. Here's the here's the interesting thing. Like in this supply chain, like to create a piece of clothing generally takes 36 months from concept to in store. Okay. 
So they ha- they work on very long lead time, typically, and especially on innovative products. And that's with fabric that, that from it, a known supplier yeah, that they've been a, buying for exactly, decades. Correct. Yeah. Or it may have you know a new twist or something like that, but not completely new technology. Right. Like we're basically starting from the polymer up and building them new, higher performing fabrics. But we had to get through their aesthetic hurdles. We had to get through their quality assurance hurdles. And, you know, then only at that time do we have something to talk about in terms of a um, retail commit. Okay. So um, if if you can tell the the audience here what's coming next. Oh, man. So we're going to retail next year with three of our four early adopters. Uh, So keep an eye on that. We're building out a brand so that people will will understand what the technology means when they see the Evernew logo in their jean or t-shirt or dress or whatever product they're buying, they should know that that garment was made from their old clothing Mm -hmm. and that that garment has been designed to be recycled. And that's a really important message because right now consumers dispose of 80% of all textiles directly into their garbage can. Yeah. And so just be clear, this company's worrying not only about how to take recycled clothing and turn it back into clothing, but how to gather more of the used clothing yes. so that all of it gets recycled Correct. eventually. Yeah, which is a, a big hurdle we're talking about, at least in this case, just to start with 300 million Americans who throw away how much clothing? Uh, roughly <laughs> 70, I think it's 73 pounds per person in the United States. Per year. Per year. Yeah. Yeah. The number's probably bigger. I remember in class, it was like a $380 billion market just for the cotton clothing. Yeah, it's a it's a massive... I mean, we've got 50 million tons per year globally in textile waste. All right, any last words for the, for the entrepreneurs listening? I think, uh, you know, good luck and uh, get your get your allies and stay with, stick with it. Thanks, and until next time. <laughs>